Welcome to the Knocking Down Walls podcast with me, your host, P.L. Brown. In this season, we're knocking down the words ruling our political climate. Today's word is socialism. In our current world, men like the tyrant-in-chief wield complex terms as a means to demonize their enemies and arouse fear to galvanize their supporters. They use the abstractness of words and the lack of knowledge in the listeners to allow their vocal tone and acid tongue rhetoric to elicit the feelings of anger, fear, rage they wish to stoke. Donald and other tyrants through history use dark emotions as a means to consolidating their ranks and whipping them into a frenzy to exterminate the opposition. Fear of the unknown and others has been a tool used for evil since the beginning of mankind. That fear was used to justify keeping slaves in bondage, denying women the ballot, and trapping the queer community in the closet. This is why we spend our time defining terms and dispelling myths. Knowledge is the antidote to fear and the key which unlocks the door to freedom. The super spreader in chief, otherwise known as Corona D, tries to paint Joe Biden and Senator Kamala Harris as some radicals who want to end civilization. The truth is, socialism is an economic system that is accepted and utilized across the world and functions under another name right here in the United States. Today, we're going to define socialism, tell you exactly how it works and where you can find it in America. With this little truth bomb lingering in your mind, you will see the tiny man with the tiny hands trying to pull your strings. In order to understand socialism, we're going to have to spend a moment defining some other terms that we all use but take for granted. By building a collective focus on our dialogue, we will be able to move forward with our message. The first term to define is economy. Most people understand the economy as a vague notion measured via the stock market, as Trump always does, or the jobs market, the game he plays. Officially, our government measures the economy by focusing on the GDP, or gross domestic product. Officially, the GDP is the monetary measure of all goods and services produced over a period of time. In America, we measure GDP on a quarterly basis. Our economy is a total of all the stuff we sell, goods we buy, and services we render. To simplify the term, an economy is the series of exchanges of goods and services to meet our needs and wants. Our human needs are nourishment, which is fulfilled with food, water, and air. Protection, which is manifested as shelter, clothing, tools, and weapons, and amusement, which are ways to pass the time and better utilize our mental capacity. Amusement is provided through communication, education, entertainment, and fulfillment of purpose. Everything on our planet is either a derivation or a contribution of those three elements. Nourishment to grow our bodies, protection from the elements, and the amusement to pass the time until we expire. The final commonly used term that we will define is money. 
Money is the physical entity that we use to measure the relative value of goods and services against each other. In America, the value of the dollar is established through the Federal Reserve, who sets interest rates and works with the Treasury to print and destroy bills. Other societies have used seashells, rocks, and IOUs as money or currency. Now that we have agreed to the definitions of the economy and money, we are ready to understand socialism. Socialism is an economy where the means of production for goods and services are owned by the people and the workers. In order to better understand this concept in a more concrete sense, let's take a walk through your imagination. Imagine yourself on a cruise ship. An engine blows and the ship gets stranded on a deserted island. You and everyone will have to find a way to survive because there's no society money would be worthless. As a group, each of you would use your time and talents in order to fulfill all of your needs. The person with the rod and reel would fish. The person who knows how to build would create shelter. The person who understood vegetation would gather fruits and vegetables. Others would also provide service by cooking, cleaning, and assisting and signaling to rescuers. The action of fulfilling these tasks and exchanging of goods amongst each of the island inhabitants would be the most basic form of socialism. Each person owns an area and contributes to the nourishment, protection, and amusement of the micro-society. The term socialism contains the word social as those human interactions fuel the economy. We have broken down some walls of ignorance and built bridges of understanding so far, hopefully. But as time goes on, we will see. Different versions of socialistic economies have surfaced in various societies, interacting with religions, governments, and companies. Henry de Saint-Simon, Robert Owen, and Charles Fourier created their own models for social organization entirely based on cooperation rather than competition. Simon embraced a system of state control of production and distribution, wherein Ferrer and Owen in France and Britain respectively chose a system based on small collective communities and not a centralized state. In 1825, Owen launched an experimental commune in New Harmony, Indiana, in the modern United States, socialism manifests itself throughout civil service corps, our national retirement plans, and medical systems. Our police departments, fire departments, court systems, and public school systems all have their origins in socialism. These organizations all render services to the public paid for from dollars extracted from workers via our tax dollars. The sharing economy functions as a form of socialism. Companies like Uber, Lyft, Airbnb, and Postmates allow the exchange of goods and services to happen between individuals with the platforms or apps acting as the trust broker facilitating the exchanges. Socialism isn't scary at all. The way the super spreader in chief is destroying our economy, tearing apart our social norms, ripping the foundations of our government, and making us all sick 
we may all ourselves be forced to reinvent society from scratch. So, on November 3rd, vote for the person that has the morals and values that you support. Vote for principles, not a personality. Are you riding with Biden or trashing with Trump? Enjoyed this episode? Come back next week for another episode available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stricker Radio, and other popular networks. Like, subscribe, and stay safe until next time. It's not who's right, but what's right. <laughs>